Hey, besties. Welcome to the BFF Bookcast. We're your hosts, Teresa and Katie. Before we jump in, we just want to remind everyone that while we discuss our own thoughts and opinions, just remember we are here to have a good time. And as always, please check trigger warnings before reading any books we will be discussing. And beware, we curse like the Bat Boys probably do during their annual snowball fight. Hey, Katie. Hey, Teresa. I almost said Teresa. I was going to say, that sounded weird. Um, it's what Allie called you, isn't it? Like, Teresa. Um, yeah, a, a lot of my friends from college and growing up call me that. Um, but yeah, I think Allie it's so fascinating yeah. that a lot, like, so I call you T. Yeah. Erica calls you, I would say T or Terry, depending upon, like, what ego comes out. Uh-huh. Spoiler. Not even spoiler. Just PSA. Don't fucking call Teresa Terry. Do um, <laughs> Then there's Terry. <laughs> yeah. And, like, I don't know. I feel like you've got, like, a couple different, like, little nicknames depending upon, like, who's talking to you. Yeah. So, growing up, I was always Terry. Um, and my mom was T. So, like, nobody in my family or anybody called me that. And then Gil started calling me T in college. And so, everybody, like who's met me like since I started dating Gail calls me T, but then like all my friends like from home call me Terry still, um, including Allie, who's my roommate in college. But yeah, that's my little, I guess you only have two, but still it yeah. feels like so much more. But like, <laughs> I know, but I mean, you're Katie. Like, yeah, I'm just Katie. <laughs> just Katie. <laughs> the only human, actually there's two human beings. My mother and Danielle call me Kate. I don't think Tr- Danielle has ever called me Katie in my entire life that, since yeah. seventh grade. And then That's the true. only human being, there's one, well, you do it too, and so does Danielle, but there's typically only one. Her name is Aunt Deb. <laughs> she calls me Katie Jean. Yeah. <laughs> Which I love. Uh, it's something. I mean, it is your name. It is my name. But yeah. This is our first spilling the tea, like official, like just us bullshitting. I feel like in a long time. Yeah, it's been a minute. Because... We had the extra week in March, which March. we did Silver Flames instead of a Spilling the Tea. Mm-hmm. And then we did our interview with Morgan Elizabeth instead of a regular Spilling yeah. the Tea. And I think, so I think the last one we did was like mid-March. Wow. Right? Am I, am I right? I think you're right. Which means that we have so many things to discuss, like what we've been reading wise, like updates, which is not that much over here. (laughs) You would think that, but if you think back like four weeks, I feel like it's been a lot. Maybe, honestly. April, I've been doing pretty decent with an April. March, I only read eight books in March. I was going to say, I feel like we, um, we, well, specifically me, I said I was going to calm down with reading this year, and I really have. You have. For you. Right. Like, I've read 61 books, which is obviously a lot of books. But- Yes. Oh my god, wait, you can hear me fine. My microphone's like all the way over here. <laughs> We're okay. It's We're a Monday. Okay. We're okay. Good We're thing never I realized okay. I think we always like blame like the day of the week or like the time. There's no rhyme or reason here. We're never well. <laughs> No, we're never, like, no, we're never well. Um, We're literally never well. Yeah, no, I read a lot. Did I talk, see, like, now I'm like, what did I talk about? I think 
I feel I like know. I did talk about Iced Out. I couldn't even tell you. Listen, okay, so as you all know, I love a hockey romance. I love an MM hockey romance. Everybody was like, read Iced Out by C.E. Richie. And I was like, yes, mm-hmm. sold. College MM hockey romance. Sign me up. They're like rivals on the same team, whatever. I was underwhelmed. Um, oh, pretty disappointed in it. Uh, maybe like a three and a half star. Like I liked the characters. I just thought that there was like, I feel like they like lacked chemistry. Like okay. the spice was good in the bedroom. There was chemistry, but like out, I don't know. I just, I, I didn't buy into it. Um, and then I read, I feel like I did talk about this. The Summer Girl, which is book three in the Avalon Bay series by L. Kennedy. Oh, I feel, yeah, you did. I did. Um, did. so just a refresher, loved that. I did DNF my first book in March too, which was Marriage for One by, uh, Ella Mays. Um, and I DNF'd it at like 65%. So I wouldn't count it towards my reading goal if it's like, if, if, I feel like if you don't get to at least 50%, I agree. You can't like mark it as red. Anything above 50%, fine. But you could mark it as red. I agree. I got to 65%. I was not invested in these characters. I like could not care less about them. The female main character started off, I was like, oh, I like her. And then she got like one, she had like one medical issue and she turned into like a crying mess. Like for mm. 15% of like the book, she just, like, it was just her crying. And I honestly couldn't deal with it, and that's when I DNF'd it. Ew, yeah, and that sounds kind of awful. Yeah, no, it was. No offense. It wasn't great. Um, I read Under Lock by Mariana Zapata. You know, that we are, like, we're loving her lately. I would say, so far, this is her spiciest. Ooh. Um, okay. I like, oh, wait, did I talk about this, too, where I was like, oh, it's all, yeah, I did. You know, we need to start keeping like a running list. I know, but we're really bad about it. But just another refresher. I said that I thought the main character was annoying because she kept making um, that's what she said jokes and thought she was so funny. And I was like, oh, what was this written in 2014? And then we looked it up and it was. You found out that it was written. Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay, fine. All right. I'm sorry. The Simple Wild. I haven't (laughs) talked about that. And you've read The Simple Wild. So we can discuss it. Um, Yeah. I. I loved it. Did you read it or did you listen to audio? I read it. Okay, good. So I listened to the audio. Oh. And it was it was great. And it's available on the it's scribed. still verdict out there. Scribed, scribed. Um it's available on that as well. Uh See, as well as Audible. Yeah. Scribed makes more sense the more I think about it because like you agreed. Scribed, like you what scribed. what is that? Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, no, I really, 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 really liked it. I've had it on my TBR forever. I had it on my Kindle for a really long time on Kindle Unlimited. Um, but then you listened to it, Mary read it, and I was like, you know what? I'm, I know I'm going to love it, so I just bought it. And then I had it sitting in my TBR pile for months. And then just like one day, I was like, it was a Sunday. I was like, I'm going to read this. It's a Sunday. And I opened it and closed it the same day. That's a good book. Yeah, it was, like, it was funny at times, but it was also, like, really heartfelt and, like, sad. Like, it kind of had everything. I feel like it was an actual story. Okay, so this is where, like, I get, like, this is where I could say that, like, certain books really, like, hit home. 
when books just feel like they're like I mean a lot of like the romance books we read especially contemporary kind of feel very real because any of these situations can potentially arise but it felt very real yes and I liked it so much that I didn't even care about like there being no spice yeah no I've realized lately too like I'm just I feel like I've been reading books before like oh my god it's so good and I read it and I'm like the only thing good about this book is the spice where I'm almost like disappointed because I've just been like liking I've been liking more plot heavy books more lately um like I don't know I feel like I've been like kind of like glazing over on spice lately uh so this I like I enjoyed this book a lot because it didn't it didn't like rely on spice to be good it was just a good book yeah I will say like there are times I find that I'm in the mood just for like straight smut like I'm basically just I just want to read porn give it to me yes but I think nine times out of ten I really like you're saying would rather a heavy good plot than just have a book that's like me with like great spice right like I want the plot right or like bringing back to the Avalon Bay series they're not like plot heavy books they're like fun like easy summer beach reads um with spice and the spice is great l kennedy i feel like has ever written bad spice in her entire life um or a bad book right but there's like i feel like i've been like reading some books lately where like the characters just have like no chemistry or they're just like super dramatic for no reason and like the only plus is the spice um and, like, I don't know, I've just been, like, liking, I've just, like, couldn't care less about Spice lately. Like, that's just, like, that's just where I'm at right now in my reading, which I know will change because, obviously, we all go through phases. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, Simple Wild, like, it was, like, I don't know, I just loved it. It's hard to even explain. Like, yeah. he's grumpy, which, I mean, who doesn't love a grumpy male main character? She's just trying to rekindle a relationship with her father who's dying. Um, learn more about, like, why her mom and him, like, never, like, spoke again. Like, mm-hmm. she's just trying to figure out her past, but, like, also, like, help it shape her future. Yeah. I don't know. And then you kind of, I don't know. Like, and he, like, the male main character completely misinterprets who she is as a person. He's seeing her, like, as this, like, Instagrammer, like, high-maintenance girl when yeah. reality, like, that's not her. I don't know like it I just really really I'm with you like there's just something about it that just felt like so wholesome they felt like real people yeah like it felt very realistic to me like the whole story and how it played out and even at the end spoiler alert if you haven't read it like her being like I can't live here like they're like he's like and I can't leave and like them breaking up over it and like I don't know I mean obviously you know when you get to the end and there's a second book that's what I'll say um but yeah like it was good. It yeah. was realistic. She was like, oh, I'm going to give up my whole life in the city to, like, live in this, like, trailer with you in this town in Alaska that doesn't even have, like, internet service. Like, I wouldn't. I don't care how much no. I love And then, and he's gone. Like, no. like, nine, he's gone all the time because he's a bush pilot. So it's like. Yeah. She doesn't want the life that her mom left. Makes no. sense to me. He's, I mean, he, I don't care how hot you are. Jared's like crack your neck so fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> um, then I listened to The Trade by Megan Quinn, which is the Brent. It's part of her baseball series, which I just like started apparently a book for. So I have to go back and 
I think there's eight books in total, but it was good. The audio was really good. Um, I, I really like, obviously, her sports romances. Um, I listened to Whispers of You by Catherine Cowles, which I know that you read. Great audio. Great audio. Really, like, I finished it very, very quickly. It's like one of those, I think I started it. I think I finished the audio in like 24 hours. It was really quick audio. And it was like one of those where I was like, I didn't want it stopped. So I just kind of felt myself like putzing around the house, like doing chores so that I can keep listening. Catherine Cowles reminds me a lot of like, I don't know if anyone's ever listened or read like Nora Roberts, but there it's like a mystery suspense with like spice, a bit more spice than Nora Roberts books. Yeah. Um, and like within the series, because there's a tattered and torn series she's done, and that's like the the, the trend. Like it's all like um, sus- like sus- I can fucking do it. I can do it. I can do it. Suspense. Suspense. <laughs> took a couple tries, and I still couldn't get it out of my mouth. It's all suspense. Got that. Um, with romance involved, and it you just like go through each of the characters that you meet within the books. Yeah. So if like you're ever looking to just like like T said, like you could finish it in like four hours at like a one point seven speed, I'm assuming. Yeah. Like around there. Even like one point five, like I think it's maybe four or five hours max. Like they're just good to like plug in your ears and just like go. It it kind of reminds me of like Devney Perry, like or at least like the um the Eden series, how there's like always like a little mystery, but yeah. it's not like the whole point. The whole of the point. Book. Yeah, right. Like the whole point is like the r- romance, but the like romance. the plot, you know, kind of centers around. Yeah, some kind of mystery. And then by the end, you obviously figure it out. Um, I read Saving Six, which is the Boys of Tommen series by Chloe Walsh, book three. And it follows Joey. And <sighs> this series seriously just like fucks me up. Like it's so good. But so sad. But, like, also, like, there's, like, a lot of, like, funny parts. But this one, like, particularly, and I have to read the second. Um, so the first two books follow Shannon and Johnny. And then the second two books follow Joey and Aoife. Um, So I've only read the first of the second two. But, like, it's just... The story, it's about addiction and, um, like, abuse. There's just so much that it's, like, such heavy topics. Check trigger warnings. But just, like, a beautiful story. And I love the character so much. I love that for you. I really, like, I want you to... No. (laughs) (laughs) I think you would actually really like it. I think that maybe wait until, like, you're... Like my hormones are not right. Yeah, like three months (laughs) postpartum. Maybe I know that the first two are on scribed. Okay, on audio. I know you and Mary rave about these books. Um, I just can't handle the sad. I know, but oh, it's like that. Like, I mean, it hurts. You're scaring me. But it also (laughs) is like that good kind of sad where, like, at the end, things turn out okay. So, like, it feels good. But it's like really dark. Like, the child abuse, and, like, it's, like, it's bad. (laughs) But I love these books so much. (laughs) My big trigger, like, I think, I don't know, like, I would have to see about the child abuse. I don't think I've ever read anything that was, like, heavy on child abuse. 
Um, do I watch a lot of true crime shit where they talk about child abuse? Yes. But I think reading about things like this is different. My big thing that I cannot get past is like vivid rape scenes. Right. It's an instant, it's an automatic close of the book. Like I won't even try. No, I to mean, get through that. I can't speak for um, the fourth book in the series, Redeeming Six, because I haven't read it yet. But as of now, it's not like, there's not like pedophiles or rape happening. I think that there, I think in the second book, there's like an, well, I don't want to say that because I, in my opinion, Joey is definitely, I mean, I would say he's like raped at a party because he's so heavily intoxicated that he like mm. cannot make the decision, but I wouldn't, but you, you don't, it's not a scene. Like, you know, it happens, gotcha. but it's not like vivid or there's no detail around it. So like there's mention of sexual assault and rape, but there's not a vivid yeah, it's like descriptive scene. Can't get through. Yeah. Yeah. No, because I I'm very uncomfortable with that kind of stuff too. Um, so like you know what's happening, but you don't have the. You, it's not a descriptive. Gotcha. Scene. Um, okay. Yeah. Then I listened to "You Deserve Each Other" by Sarah Hogel, and I think if I read this book, I wouldn't have liked it, but the audio was really really good, so I gave it four stars. Okay. And I'm like, I say this all the time. I think there's a big difference between audio listening and reading listening as far as. I agree. Yeah. So like, I think if I read this, I would have hated the characters because like they're kind of meant to be unlikable. Okay. But the narrator made them very funny. So I like them. Um, We obviously read Serpent and well, Serpent in the Wings of Night and Six Scorched Roses. Amazing. Um. And then I listened to The Wrong Game by Candy Steiner on Scribed as well. And this is my second Candy Steiner book. The other one, oh my God, what was it called? It's very popular. The Blind Side. Blind Side. Um, And I was unimpressed with both of them. Okay. So I think that I'm out on Candy Steiner. I mean, hey, I gave you an A plus for just the Valiant Affair of trying to get through a second book. Yeah, well, I, I'm, I'll give, you know, not every book by every author is going to be my favorite. Like, I love Tessa Bailey, but if I started with, like, I don't know, if Happenstance was my first book. I agree. I maybe wouldn't like her. But, so that's why I like to give, like, authors, like, two to three books to, like, really decide. Um, But I think, I think I'm out on her. I think it's just, I don't really like the writing style. Not that it's bad. I know people love the, bl- like, blind side so much. It just... It didn't do it for me. I just have to interrupt this. Oh, I'm done. So you can you can do it. No, no, no. Because there's this dog that walks through my complex, and I just saw him go by, and he is a chocolate labradoodle, but like the miniature version. Oh, he's fucking delicious. And do you want to know what his name is? Obviously, pickles. My pre-podcast snack that I just had was pickles. He's just like, and he's like one of those like he sees you and he's like. <laughs> Like, super excited, just wants to play, like, kind of, like, you know, does, like, a little shimmy shimmy. Yeah. Um, but he just walked by with his mom. I don't know anybody's, like, the human names here, but I know dog names. Um, Obviously. And that was, like, Pickles has just walked by and was, like, jumping around. And I was, like, I need to tell everyone that I just saw Pickles. <laughs> important stuff here. That is, no, that is very important. <laughs> um, I have been a little bit slower in the reading category than Teresa. 
I've read 45 books so far this year and I'm not gonna lie to you I it feels really nice and I'm sure you can say the same thing too to like take the pressure off of like feeling like you're almost forcing yourself to read more mm-hmm. um like yesterday like I didn't pick up a book or an audiobook all day like I watched three movies of Harry Potter took a nap um Honestly, I can't. I went to dinner at my parents. Like, it, I don't know. Like, it was just nice, like, putts and not feel like I was putting this pressure. And it was not, it's not anyone else putting the pressure on me. It was myself. Yeah. So it feels kind of nice to just, like, chill out for seven seconds. Like, I'm in a no competition here. It was just me against me. And what's the point of that? Right. Um. So I started out April with Guarded Treasure by May Lovett. And this was the book that I saw on TikTok where the – Author was crying because she got her first five-star rating mm-hmm. from someone who wasn't her family member. So I was like, you know what? She looks like a fucking angel. I got to give her a shot. You know, it had great... I liked the idea of it. It was like the mummy meets um, Indiana Jones in like a 1930s setting. Okay. And they're archaeologists. So like in my mind, I was like, oh, cool. We're going to be on a dig site, like looking for shit, like getting dirty in multiple ways um (laughs) and that was just like not like they were archaeologists okay um but like again they're not it's almost gave okay so let me back up 10 seconds sprinkle a little bit like death on the nile with like agatha christie because it is like a little bit of a mystery but like it turned into like she only got the job because the site was haunted and like again like she's a woman so of course like back in the 1930s you just didn't like head your own dig which like i appreciated like that stuff right but then like they were on site and like girlfriend showed up in like a really nice skirt outfit picked up nothing like the dig was done like then started having like visions and premonitions and seeing like stuff from the past i don't know like i feel like it had such great potential to me but like just didn't hit and Back to what you were saying before, like, the spice was awesome between the two characters. But, like, it just did – it just, like, fell flat. Like, I started, like – I just was skimming the end. Yeah. Um. So, I, th- I think I gave it, like, a 2-5. Okay. Um. I reread – or by reread, I re-listened to House of Sky and Breath, which it's I so just good. have no words. Um. I still am with you on the fact that um, House of – Earth, Earth and Blood is the best of yes. the two. It's just the ending, people. It's just the ending. Well, I mean, um, no. Sky and Breath is great. It's great. But, yes, the ending but, is... But I think your main focus is, like, the ending, and that's why people are like, it's fucking terrific, which it is. But I still think the plot of Earth and Blood is much better. Way better. Speaking of Catherine Cowles, I listened to Fractured Sky, which is the last book of the Tattered and Torn series. Um, it was good. Like, three, five, four... To me, books one and two were the best of that series. I listened to all of them on audio. Um, I just, for some reason, really connected with books one and two way more than the last couple. I listened to Coach. Yes, with our man, Teddy Hamilton. So fucking good. So, like, as you know, Teresa and I are obsessed with the the narrator, Teddy Hamilton. So, like, he could do no fucking wrong in our eyes. But, like, you know what? I've given Devney Perry's book, like, a lot of different books, different, like, I don't know, like... The Edens are, like, my favorite from her. Um, I've tried a few different other ones. Like, uh, I couldn't even tell you. I'm not even going to try. But this was really fucking good. I really liked him. He was awesome. Um, so if you are looking for, like, 
a small town romance, single dad, um, childhood lover, like friends to lovers, second chance romance. All my favorite tropes. A little bit of sports. This is it. This is it. And the audio is fucking terrific. And then, so Teresa Marie has been trying to get me to read Love and Other Words for fucking years. Didn't read it, obviously. obviously. Went to Barnes Nobles with her like a week or two ago, bought the physical copy, and then started the audio that night. Riddle me how much fucking sense that makes, but it made sense in my ears and mind. Um, <laughs> the audio is awesome. Is it? It's really good. Dude. I really... like. Like, just been, like you were trying to like do chores to keep listening, this is what I did for this book. Like, I've I kept been like, wanting to. It's good. Okay, that's like, good I was to taking know. like random walks around my complex just to like keep going with it. I really enjoyed that story. Again, like a just like a real story. Yes. Oh, I love that book. Very so much. real feeling. It's yeah. so special. Like I just, I love that. I love that. Book. I agree. It was so good. Um, we both read the novella Six Scorched Roses. And I will say, and maybe you'll you'll probably agree with me, novellas are good. I, they're never, like, amazing in my eyes because they're too short, I think, to ever be considered, like, amazing. Yes. But I really enjoyed this. I liked that it was a different pace than um, Serpent in the Wings of Night. Yeah. Like, I enjoyed the story between the two characters. Like, And I never like things like that with novellas. Like, this, like, hit for me. Like, hi. Yeah. No, I loved it. Um, I mean, I think we said it last week in the podcast that like somehow Carissa like creates this like world that is so easy to fall into and to get into. And she like, she creates characters that you just care about, like from the get go. And I feel like that's how it was in that book. Like it's, it's so short, but now I can't wait to see like Lilith and what was his name? Vale. Vale. Yeah. And I assume that they're in Ashes and the Star Curse. They are. Okay. I think it's like written somewhere in the beginning of the, or the end. Like they do play a role in book two. Okay. Um, well, I mean, we know that he's going back to like fight in the war. So yeah. I assumed obviously but I'm excited to see them and, like, what role they play. Mm-hmm. I would love Lilith and, um, oh, my God, oh, how bad am I at names? The female main character of book one. <laughs> what? No, this is bad. This is really bad. You also just read this. But we also just did a podcast. <laughs> I know, and I knew everybody. I remember Septimus. I remember Rain. Why can't, why can't I remember her name? Um, I'm looking it up, you okay. guys. Why are we the worst with this? Oh my god! Honestly, somebody, Oriah, Oriah. I want to see Lilith and Oriah, like because they're both human, mm-hmm. or whatever. Maybe. Well, spoiler to be alert. determined. <laughs> they both were human. Yeah. <laughs> Better way to put it. <laughs> um, and I don't know. I just I'd like to see them. My plan was I was I was going to start book two yesterday, but I was not in the mood to read. So depending upon my evening this evening, I'm either going to start reading that or start listening to the Invisible Life of Addie Larue. I do. Um, Yeah, let me. I know that Mary's really enjoying that, so let me know what your opinion is. I I will. I am in the middle of listening to. I think I have like an hour and forty five minutes left of King of Wrath by Anna Wong, and I'm really liking it. Good. So I love the Twisted series, and I don't know why I've put off reading this 
for so long, but I have. Um, but you meet Dante in Twisted Lies, Dante and Vivian, okay. very briefly, because he's friends with Christian. And um, it's like an arranged marriage, forced proximity type thing. But like he, I don't, it's very, I really am liking it so far. The audio is so good. So Jacob Morgan is the male narrator and he does a lot of, like he does really, really good work in my opinion. Um, he, Dante has, he's Italian, but he was like born and raised in New York, but he has a little bit of like a New York accent, but also like a twinge of like an Italian accent. Okay. And the way that, and it's a duet narration. Ooh. It's so good. So I, I like, and I, it's, it's one of those where I was just like sitting here before, just like listening, oh, like staring it. at the walls. I was like, what's going to happen next? The spice is really good. He's so hot. Oh God, I was like sweating. Um, so I'm listening to that. I started Travis by Mia Sheridan, um, which is. I guess like the spinoff from Archer's voice. So it takes place eight years after Archer's voice and it's about Travis Hale and it's like his redemption arc story. Um, And I am a hundred pages in. I really like it, but I want to finish that hopefully, which I don't think I'm going to have time. I want to finish it by Wednesday um, because Mm -hmm. I leave for Florida Wednesday night for the weekend. Um, So I plan on starting ashes and the star curse King on the plane on Wednesday but I don't want to leave here without finishing Travis because I hate like when I put a book down for too long, it's really hard for me to get back into it. I agree. It's like not, it's like not fresh. Yeah. But like, so I finished The Bride by Willa Nash, which is um a Debbie Perry book. Yes. Which like, why and, does she have a pseudo name? So this was something that I noticed that a lot of, okay, so like I'm going to like Heather Graham, her name is, and then Nora Roberts both have pen names under different people. Like yeah. Heather, uh, Heather Graham was like Shannon Drake and Nora Roberts is JD Rob. Um, so I wonder if it's just like an old school thing. Like if one, in my mind, like it made sense. Like if maybe like one series didn't hit, but like maybe something else did, like you still did well. Or like if you're writing, if say like, okay, so Devaney Perry normally does small town romance. So maybe if she was like going to do mystery thrillers, I'll do it under a pen name. But yeah. I feel like Willa Nash and Devaney Perry are like the, same. the exact same. Yeah. Like Heather Graham writes a lot of paranormal romance. Whereas like her Shannon Drake did a lot of like, like vampire romance so it's like i can understand that and then same with like jd robb jd robb wrote like a lot of like it's so funny because she was writing these probably like the early 90s so it was like set in like the 2000s and i'm like oh my god it's so funny to like compare what she actually got right versus like what is not real yeah i love (laughs) Um, that she was writing a lot of like future stories um and she like the the female main character who's in all of the books because they're all mysteries was raped by her father. It's not graphic, but like you learn about it. I also was like seventeen reading these, so like, who the f- like why did my grandma hit give me all these books? <laughs> um, and then Nora Roberts does just like your small town romance, but Will and like I don't know like Devney again like I'm obsessed with Devney Perry. I don't think you can really go wrong per se. No, but like. The Edens to me still are top tier and nothing comes close to them. Yeah. No I, matter what I try. I think that, and I have, I haven't read them yet. Um, and oh, bear with me while I look it up. Cause I think her other series people love just as much. Like I think the Edens are definitely the most popular. 
Um, I've done Steel... Is it Steel Forge? Yes, it's that series, I think. They were... I don't know. Like, it was good. I did books one and two, and I really liked them. Um, but I haven't continued. Yeah, so I've only done, obviously, the Edens. And Clifton then, Forge, I'm sorry. And then I did um, Tattered, which is Lark Cove book one. I did that okay. on Scribe. And it was good. I had the other two. But again, like, I really liked it, but forgettable. And then the Coppersmith Farmhouse, which is Jameson Valley book one, which is, I think, her first book. Okay. Um, and it, I've heard that that series is really good, but that that book isn't great because okay. it was, you know, her first and whatever. She It gets better as it goes. Gotta start somewhere. So I yeah. will get back into it eventually. Um, I think they're good, like, filler books. Like, if you don't know what to read or what to pick up, yeah. you want something quick on audio – like, these are great to go to. Like, I, I've been kind of using hers a little bit as, like, a filler. Um, yes. Sometimes I just don't know what I want to listen to. So I'm like, you know what? Let me just throw a Debney Perry on. Yes. Um, like, and I feel like they always, like, they slap. I was going to say slap. They, like, definitely range to me. Like, they're always in, like, a 3-5 to 4-5 range for me. Yes. So, like, they're good books. Yes. I was going to say, I was going to start Timid, which is Lark Cove book two. But then okay. I used, then I decided to start King of Wrath. So, um but now I want to get into Crescent City again. And my mom finished book. So my mom uses my Audible account um, and I make her listen to things. So she's done um, Akatar and Akasif. So she's done that whole series. She did From Blood, from and, Blood Ash. and Ash, including the prequel books. Uh, so Shadow and the Ember and whatever the second one. Light is. the Flame or something? Yeah. Um, so she's done that whole series. And she was like, well, what should I read next? And I was like, okay, we'll start Crescent City. I was like, but you have to just let yourself get through the first however many chapters. Yeah. And she finished today. She's like, okay, I want to start the second. So I was like, okay. I was like, just be ready for the end. <laughs> Buckle up, Big T. But I already I downloaded The Serpent and Wings of Night for her because that okay. just came out on She'll audio. Like and she loves vampires. Like she kept, like she keeps asking. She was like, every time I tell her a book to read, she's like, okay, but are there vampires? That's why she loved. She loved from Blood and Ash because Castile's a vampire. Makes sense. She's so fucking. Funny. So I'm like, then you're gonna love Serpent in the Wings of Night. She's gonna. Plus that book is just fucking terrific. So you can, can't go wrong. Right, but I'm. I'm like the minute that she's like, oh, they're vampires and they have wings. She's gonna be done. Win. <laughs> I'm like trying to be yes. psychotic. So like I go on maternity leave for like Friday's my last day. Um, will I yeah, actually crazy. read with the newborn? Like Kate, okay, you guys, you guys, you guys, Katie's giving birth next Tuesday. Yeah. Isn't that fucking ridiculous? I still haven't like wrapped up. And we're like, we'll just like, record Monday night. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to be bored. <laughs> like literally, yeah, no, but it's just, cr- it's just so it's, crazy. I can't like. I know what's going to happen because, like, there's a thing that moves inside me. She's a fucking worm. But, like, to think that, like, after now, like, 10 months of carrying this human being, that she's going to be on, like, the outside of me. Like, I can't, like, wrap my head around the fact that, like, I'm going to have a human to take care of. Like, it's really bizarre. A full-blown human who's going to be your responsibility for the next, not even 18 years. Who allows that? (laughs) Like, my dad still has to take care of me, and I'm 32, so, like, they don't go right. anywhere. Like, like they are my responsibility for the rest of my no, life. No, they really... Like, even Tom was like, oh, we should yes. open up, like... For at least... And, like, 
an account for her. Like he was like saying these. He's been talking like Gil and like my like my other cousin who's like very like into like finances. Like I'm not the finance guru in this relationship. I know to spend it. I don't know to save it. Um, and I we were like making the joke about like when she's in college, I'll probably still be paying off my loans and stuff like that, which like is definitely true. But like it's just so weird that now I'm thinking about like yeah. setting my kid up for the future. Like, it's not like, a, it's not like, it's just like, oh, I want my kid to be set for the future. It's like, no, 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 like, we have to think about these things. Like, it's just fucking weird to me. So anyway, I'm trying to plan out. So since I'm getting the C-section, and I still don't know a time yet, um, I'm going to bring my Kindle, <laughs> number one, because if I'm sitting there Obviously. waiting, I need something to do. But then I'm like, like some people are like, you're going to get so much reading done, especially like towards the evenings when you're doing like feedings. And I'm like, great. But then some people are like, you're, you're stupid. You're not going to get any reading done. And I'm like, I'm really curious. Like, so I'm trying to like plan a list of like what I potentially want to read. And I think I'm going to go with a little bit more romance than fantasy. Just because they're easy to go through. We'll see. Well, romances are easier to like to just pick up and put down. Um, yes, and not think about. And okay, yes. so first of all, Happy Place releases on your C-section day, so I will pick it up the- for you. Okay, thanks. We well, you know what's You're going awesome. on in hardback. I know. I'm bu- I'm buying it. I'm not waiting for paper. Paperback release might be a year from now. You're right, Teresa. You're so right. Okay, fine. And honestly, like. I gotta have it. I know. I gotta read it. It is really annoying though. But yeah, I plan on I'll pick I'm going to Barnes and Noble on the twenty fifth after work, so I will pick up two copies of that for us. Okay, beautiful. Um so that is definitely one that you're gonna want to read. Yes, one million percent. Um I don't know. I feel like I feel like it's not I don't know. I think that you'll probably read a lot more because you're like me, like I feel like once you're up, you're kind of up. So like I'm if up, you're waking yeah. up for feedings, you're going to be awake. Like I don't I don't yeah. see you taking like oh when the baby sleeps you sleep. Like I don't see that being you at all. I'm not a napper. I know I'm like, on again, my deathbed with tired and I'm not napping. Yes. <laughs> I I mean again, like you're gonna be recovering from a C section, so that's like a whole other trauma to your body. So Correct. you'll be I mean, you'll be on medication. So you probably will be sleeping, but I when I was woke up from my surgery, which was a C-section minus having the baby part, um, I wasn't sleeping straight through the night anyway because like you're kind of uncomfortable. I was gonna say so you're like, definitely uncomfortable, like you're and I'm probably be, be on the couch. Yeah, I was gonna say so. I feel like you're going to be up a lot anyway, just because you're like mildly uncomfortable. <laughs> like I was That's only true. taking the painkillers not because I was in pain, but because it was helping me just like kind of fall asleep and get some sleep. Okay. In. Um, which I don't even, I'm mean, gonna, yeah, so that, I mean, Ooh, I don't know, but you know I think I definitely will make a list, read? but I was, that's a good idea, I'll make what? a list, the right move is definitely on there as well. Oh, you have that is to. Tom Ford. The fact I that I haven't bullied you about that. I think because I was so quick so, to read I mean, I lo- the okay. first book. Yeah. Am I delayed? No. Oh, okay. Am I? I feel like you're answering like a little bit late. No. I was like, why are you not answering me? Okay. <laughs> I'm just, I, I feel like I'm always cutting you off. So <laughs> are I'm we okay? To, like, finish a thought before I start talking. That's what I try to do too sometimes. And sometimes I can't help myself. No. I'm on this as we're on this. Um, but no, the right. 
Yeah, no, the right move is so good. Um, Mile High will just always hold a special place in my heart. I will just love Xander's so much. Oh, so just... if I had to like so rate the two, they're both five stars, but Mile High is like a little bit higher. Um, but I know a lot of people love the right move more. All right, everyone. Well, Teresa, her internet cut out and won't let her back on. You'd think we get our shit together by this point, understand technology, but we still have not. So in the meantime, um, give us a follow on Instagram or TikTok, the BFF book club, dot book club. I'm sorry. Um, you can follow us along there to figure out what we're reading, see what our thoughts are, all the good stuff. And as always, tune in next Wednesday. We will be discussing Her Greatest Mistake. It was our first hockey romance read, which is kind of ridiculous because I feel like Teresa's queen of hockey romances. But we gave it a go, and you can hear our thoughts then. We will be posting our May schedule probably by the end of this week, maybe beginning of next week. Um, And as always, thanks for tuning in and listening. We appreciate you. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to our episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to subscribe to receive notifications anytime a new episode drops. You can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at thebff.bookclub. If you have any comments, questions, book recommendations, or books you want us to talk about in future episodes, please send us an email at thebff.bookclub1 at gmail.com. We appreciate your support. See you, fuckers. See you, fuckers.